I'm Justin. I'm Josh. I'm Austin. Hey, have you guys seen Billy Madison? Yeah, I've watched this movie a lot uh, this, growing up. I had on VHS, so this was uh, this was on in my house on the weekends a lot. I remember. This feels like a movie that was on cable all the time too. Oh, but yeah, I could be misremembering. Yeah. A Saturday on like TNT <laughs> or like Spike later, definitely a Spike movie if I remember correctly. So, Josh, you know the deal, but for those joining us for the first time tonight. Whoever hasn't seen the movie has to give us a brief rundown based solely on the title. This is called Billy Madison. We don't not know a... anything else about it. Yeah, it's not <laughs> a good title. This, it's probably a name of a person. And I'm going to go out limb left field this a little bit and say that his name is Billy, but the Madison is like Madison, Wisconsin, right? So it's like Billy from Madison. Oh, he's like, that's how you, people used to get their last names, right? Yeah, yeah, he's like the dude from Madison, right? Maybe this is like a like a college flick where he like goes to college in a, and he's from like a, a smaller, you know, Wisconsin town, Madison. He goes to this big college, and uh, they call he. him Billy Madison. Who is the titular he that you were talking about? I'm going to assume Bill is a he from from. The, well, I, what not. I'm getting at is that we're on Justin's list, and it's just... Oh, Adam Sandler, yes. Adam Sandler yeah. movies. I, I'm assuming Adam Sandler is the lead role in this movie. I could be wrong, but I assume is Billy from Madison. The other Adam Sandler movies we've done, we're going through them chronologically. Overboard. He was the lead in that. Mm. Uh, second movie, what What was it? Who cares? Right? <laughs> I do not remember. What was the second movie Adam Sandler was in that we did? Airheads. Mixed Nuts. Oh, Airheads. Airheads, he wasn't the lead, and I liked Airheads a lot more. I liked Airheads. Mixed Nuts, he also wasn't the lead, and I liked it. Mm -hmm. Tonight, I have a feeling we're getting back to him being the lead, Josh. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I have that feeling as well. So what is Billy from Madison going to do once he gets to college? What's the... He's he's going to go to call right like it's it's he he's from a small town he tries college for reasons you know get some degree probably wants to fuck girls or something i'm just gonna go out whoa, and whoa, and say whoa. that <laughs> um it's a 90s movie so 95 <laughs> right um yes it is and he's you know he gets the nickname bill e madison because he's from 
Madison, right? Maybe Madison is a small town, or it's like known for something. What if he has great. a last name he doesn't want people to know, so he goes by Billy Madison because that's what, what a dumb like. premise. That's a ridiculous premise. His name is like Billy Bush. <laughs> they would have to reveal the last name at the very end, you know, they can't tell us yeah. what that last name is. Hi, I'm Billy Clinton. <laughs> like, he's just really embarrassed. Would have been. <laughs> the big reveal i'm just gonna go through all the famous billies i'm billy presley and he's just elvis's kid or something (laughs) so yeah he's got some famous name he's trying to cover it up when he goes to college because this name could maybe maybe he's like hiding from the mob or something he's in witness protection yeah or he's just you know a famous person billy gambini yeah all right so hijinks are gonna ensue. Animal House esque. Uh, yeah, like tone. I'm gonna say tone down Animal House. Okay. Not quite as crazy. Not as Animal House. Yeah, not as Animal, just more House. More House. <laughs> cool. I think there will be more House in this movie, but we'll see. There might mm. be more House. Uh, Justin. We've both seen this so many times. Yes. Did you see it in theaters, or was this like an after-the-fact? I don't think I saw this in theaters. Okay. When was, I can remember my the first actual, What's the actual year this was released? 95? Yeah. I can remember my first I definitely didn't theater see it in theaters. Movie. Do you remember yours? This is your list, so. Um, first Adam Sandler theater movie? Yeah. We'll talk more about it when we get mm. to it, but mine was the yeah. wedding singer. Oh, that's a that's a good one. That was a good one. It was so good that my friend's dad took us, and immediately after we went to Sam Goody at the mall, and he bought the soundtrack, and we listened to it on the way home. <laughs> nice. He's like, I can make you guys a copy of this on cassette, but don't tell anyone because it's illegal. <laughs> we had been making copies for years already. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, I want to say, say, like, these came out whenever I was, like, seven and eight. So I think I was a little too young. Yeah, that makes sense. Whenever these came out in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, I, um, what was the first one of his I saw in theaters that I can really remember going to see? I gotta say, I think it was Little Nicky. Oh, okay, okay. I definitely saw that one in theaters, too. Maybe the Water Boy. I can't remember. It was either Little Nicky or the Water Boy. I feel like the Water Boy I probably saw at like the local. It wasn't a drive-in, but it was an outdoor theater. But then I saw like all the ones after that up until you know, grown-ups. Eee. Josh, I bet I can call your first Adam Sandler movie in the theater. Hotel Transylvania? Yeah, was it Hotel Transylvania? Maybe, I don't know how many movies Adam Sandler's been in. Sure, I'd seen one before that, but maybe not. Maybe not. I'm excited for the Hotel Transylvania series. We're going to get there in like seven years. (laughs) (laughs) If, like we were talking about before Justin got on, one of us doesn't uh, jump ship and like put a gun to our head. Go overboard? (laughs) Yeah, we'll see if we can get that far. As yeah, a reference, sanity. you gotta you gotta be going overboard. I'm gonna go mix nuts, is what I'm saying. 
Come on, you airheads. Let's get to the movie. <laughs> All right. We're going to get to it. We're going to get to 1995's Billy Madison on Have You Seen? No yelling on the bus! Billy passed the third grade. Oh, what a glorious day. And we're back. <laughs> I still got the end credits song stuck in my head. The slowly stroke me. <sighs> I used to hear that on the radio, sitting in the car yeah. with my mom. Slowly stroke me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we were all there. Oh, were you? You're in the back seat. Uh huh. <laughs> Speaking I saw the looks your mom gave. This is the fucking. This is a movie that was on in my house nonstop when I was like ten, eleven, and twelve, because somebody somebody gave it to me because I was like a middle school boy, and they're like, he'll love this on VHS. This is what the children like. This yeah. is what the children like. It's about school. They're sloppy. And I remember... Sharia sloppy. <laughs> Extra sloppy. I remember entire lines and entire fucking songs from this movie. Man, watching this movie was like going, stepping into a time machine almost. It was. Josh, did it feel that way for you having never seen it? Like, was this as big of a callback to the past? Not for me personally. They, like I have no association with these type of experiences, but it was certainly '90s as fuck. Okay. But yeah, I don't, I don't have any, you know, you know, the elementary school dates were pretty tame, right? He just goes to elementary school. And Those were the best part kids. of the movie. We'll get to it. Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But, uh, with one disgusting exception, that yeah. in all of the times that the I've Valentine's watched, Day the scene. Valentine's Day scene. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, okay, a couple of disgusting exceptions. <laughs> okay, Josh and I all... have the same one. I want to hear yours when we get to it. But hold on, hold on. Uh, yeah. So this this movie, um, it starts off. All right, it starts off. He's sitting in the pool. He's squirting himself with suntan lotion, singing about "Gabadigood is so good oh, for me." And I'm like, you missed a obvious up lotion on my nipples. He's saying "tehehe," and I'm like, you have UV right there, UVB. Like it's a it's a great rhyme that uh-huh. you could have put in there. Put some goddamn effort into this. Um, <laughs> I did not realize as a kid how shit faced drunk he was. Right? He is, I did not either. No. He is smashed. <laughs> I thought maybe like he was just a goofball, but no. Looking back at this, there are so many bottles and cans and hard liquor. Watching this as a kid, I just thought he was eccentric. Uh-huh. He was a strange, weird, kooky guy. Now, he's a, a raging alcoholic. And... It's a lot weirder viewing this as an adult, because when you're a kid, you're like, I'm in school. This is funny. Adults must act like this sometimes. This is the first time I've watched this movie being older than the character Billy Madison. How old is he? That's a 27. That's a question I had watching this. I didn't catch that. Okay. Yeah, same here. I haven't seen this since I was probably 14 or 15. Uh, Norm's in it. Norm is in it. That gives it a point. 
But I have a question. That's a star, Justin. an extra star. Uh, I have a question. Uh huh. Who the fuck is this other guy? Mark Beltzman. Why wasn't that Chris Farley? That could have done so much for the movie. Because they wanted Chris Farley to be the the I bus feel, driver. I feel like he didn't get enough as a bus driver. He got a couple good scenes, but not enough. Who's this other guy? What's he been in? Uh, he was in. Um. Because he did not look familiar at all. I have to. He's in the wedding is... singer. Really. Uh huh. Okay. okay. He was in Seinfeld before Billy Madison. Yes, that's where I recognize him from. He was. Uh, he got. He was like Seinfeld's enemy for a while for some reason. He was in Speed Two Cruise Control as convertible owner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is Adam Sandler in Speed Two? I don't think so. <laughs> I was kind of wondering if he was part of Sandler's crew, like he only got Sandler oh, gigs. Maybe. Is Speed I forgot. 2 a Happy Madison production? What? Is Speed 2 a Happy Madison production? <laughs> like, did they for pick sure. it up after the, yeah, for the sure. other people dropped it? Uh-huh. Like, Dennis Hopper's like, I'm out, and Keanu's like, like I'm out, and Bullock is like, We want to okay. make Speed 2, and they're like, gotta be on a boat. Yeah, because Overboard, it's a callback to going Overboard. Spiritual successor. Speed, speed two. Spiritual successor to, successor going, to overboard. going overboard. <laughs> Gava de I can't slow down past 50. Knots. <laughs> so, God, life was rough before the internet came along. You had to sit around in your million dollar mansion. Your billion dollar mansion. Oh, your man. Your pool. hotel magnate dad's, like, super billion hat billionaire house and you could just i guess subscribe gotta, to like gotta admit i forgot that norm was in the sandler crew but he was he was yeah because they were in snl together yeah for sure uh you just sit around get super ripped on daiquiris and then wait for the porno magazines to come in by mail almost it... forget it's a... that's the important part of his day is it's checking for nudie bag he subscribes to like the random button back in the day. Yeah, I made a note. I didn't know that they had subscription boxes like this before. Yeah, it, like, it's like way back then. It's like <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna shout out brands because we're not fucking sponsored. But exactly, it's like <laughs> hey, you just send me what you think I'll like, <laughs> and I'll maybe fill out the survey. Maybe I won't. Of course, the one he likes is drunk chicks. <sighs> yeah, these these are like problematic these magazines of course um, yeah they're just all played for laughs mm -hmm. and that's why i mean he's not interested in like two out of five of them maybe more and i'm like then why is he getting them that's why i think he's just hitting just that get random the, just get the drunk chicks magazine that's what you seem to like <laughs> every month they send him some then they get a survey so you never if you don't like your first shipment it's completely returnable and they send you for your taste they send you a bunch of nudie magazines you try them out you only pay for the ones that you want to keep yeah you could probably make a pretty good living doing this nowadays a curated uh, I'm sure experience. it's something that someone does. <laughs> I'm, I guarantee you, someone does that. You think I can get retro ones from like the '60s? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I can just get those antique stores next to the vinyls. <laughs> um, antique porn shop. 
Oh, yeah, new business idea. So this is the point where I realize he's really off the rails and might be the villain of the movie, is when <laughs> he sees this giant penguin and he takes his golf cart and, like, rams it over all the rose bushes and, like, through this the is cultivated you, gardens. This is whenever you realize he's not just, like... Uh, a schlob who does nothing at home. He actively terrorizes the people who work for his bo- his father. He's <laughs> every, every day. He is he is uh, Den Den the menace. He's, like, what he's, was, what's Dennis yeah. grown up? <laughs> De- uh, uh, Dennis. Yeah. What Den Thalamu the me- no? <laughs> yeah. Very yeah. Dennis the menace moments. Except he's twenty seven. Yeah. Which is the point. That's, Josh, what did you think of the character the at this point? At this point, I thought his dad was pretty tolerable with him. Like he, oh yeah, he let him sit at the table for quite hell before he's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" And like, you know, he seems to like his son despite everything, all these problems he caught stuff. You know, he lets him talk to these proposals and, like, he still wants him to take company kind of enough to where he, you know, uh, takes you know, him up on his bet. Yeah, he is so tolerant. His son is is blackout drunk. He falls in front of the door so his, like, business associates have to walk over him. And I'm kind of like, okay, they don't all have blackout drunk children, too, these rich hotel magnets. Maybe. Also, does, is this how, like normal people do business meetings is like over family dinner no at home too i don't believe yeah. so <laughs> i mean Maybe i think like he's switch a, hosts right it's he's like a billionaire coach. so it's like do whatever the fuck i say i guess so and, when somebody's that powerful and is like no i don't want to go to chicago for dinner we're doing I'll it at my house you, yeah i'll fly you to my house on my <laughs> private jet it, it'll it'll take an hour to get here no problem yeah. uh I like I like this I kind of like some of the jokes in this movie. I, they still hold up to me. This some of them. This first he puts one in so me. many jokes. Oh, he puts in so awful. many jokes that some of them have to land. The first one that gets me is when he passes out in front of the door and just reaches up and goes leg leg yeah <laughs> leg. I got that one too. I like that. Some of the businessmen are having Trisket banter, which feels a little out of place. By Bradley Whitford. The yeah, villain of this movie. Really good in this movie. Really good. <laughs> really young, really good Bradley Whitford. Uh, he has to go upstairs and sober up in 15 minutes for dinner. That's rough when you've been blitzed on daiquiris in the sun all day. Does this one get another song where he's singing in the bathtub? This one will still pop into my mind almost every time I wash my hair. Sure. And it's not really a song. It's, it's I the, used to. It's the bad. I made a movie. And conditioner. I made a movie with my friends in. Uh, some of my friends in freshman year of high school. We made a movie about a war between ketchup and mustard. So, uh, so you can tell inspired. that I was influenced by Adam Sandler for sure. In, is, yeah, influenced by the greats. Did it end with mm-hmm. a giant golden swan coming into frame <laughs> as an homage? That would have been pretty fun. Not. If I had one, would have. Yeah, you can make them out of cardboard. Is this the first? Is this? Does he? 
this is the first time that he gets uh, sexually harassed by Juanita. Yeah, they have an odd dynamic. This is his uh, this is black maid, very stereotypical. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, it's also very realistic for the rich, yeah. um, the mega rich, and she seems to be the typical like I, I don't know. I got the vibe that she's the one that doesn't take his shit, kind of. Doesn't take Sandler's. Know. Yeah, they they have a uh, like a repertoire or a. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Back and forth. Every uh, other person who works there despises Billy Madison. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to kind of be on friendly terms. Yeah. She is. She wants to have sex with him. Really attracted to him. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which is like an ongoing gag in all of Billy Madison movies. Oh, is everybody that, like, just wants or, to fuck not Billy, him. Adam Sandler movies. All is the that... Billy Madison movies we have yeah. to get through in this list, Josh. <laughs> oh, the sequel. We got my heart stopped for a minute. <laughs> In college, he decides he wants to go to grad school, so then we do that one, uh, and then he okay. goes to NASA, and so like by the fourth one, we're in space. So every every movie promises he he bets to do a lot of stuff in a short amount of time, but like different things that aren't school. Watching this, I bet I can become the world's best sushi chef in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> he studies under you. <laughs> My daddy paid you, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so watching he this movie, his fucking throat. The yeah. day he stepped in there and was like, "Oh, I'm a squid face. Look at me. Ah, I'm terrorizing Japan." <laughs> uh, yeah, he would. He would just get straight up murdered by that family. Yeah, watching this movie, like I said, this is the first time I've watched it when I wasn't younger than the character Billy Madison, much younger than the character Billy Madison. Um, and having grown up to despise capitalism the way that I do, I think the villain of this movie is his dad. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned that, and I agree. Um, yeah, we'll, we... We'll, we'll, get, we'll get to why, I believe, in a moment, because we haven't reached the crux of the movie these these old white guys are terrible at pool. We get, we see them all, and they're just like, <laughs> bunk, and it goes, donk, donk, donk. And it's like, maybe take that shot again and <sighs> sink it if you're the villain. I, I don't know. Um, They're doing... You the can't best. be cool. I know. He's such a nerd. Oh, my God. The It's such <laughs> a good bad guy nerd, like corporate. It, he fits in an American psycho kind of world. Kind of. Um, we've got this this trio they're kind of at uh like a burger place and this is like fast times they're at the burger place whipping their pickles at the window and having them race down which really sucks the pickles a good part of the burger didn't appreciate yeah and i guarantee you they didn't clean that up oh no no but didn't they do the same thing in fast times like didn't they whip their pickles and then he had to use the squeegee to go clean them up maybe i don't know it could have been a reference yeah they go real Dennis the Menace and light a bag of dog shit on fire. And there's like some old guy in the neighborhood that they know to terrorize. Like they've. He constantly. Because everybody else just like ignores the flaming bag of shit on their porch. But this guy has Alzheimer's, so he always forgets. Is he kind of like a juvenile Batman? Like he's a billionaire and just runs this town like his playground? Oh, you could. Yeah. Sure. Him and his cohorts. 
Um, so his dad's he's he's a couple company. steps away from being a Batman villain. Yeah, but so is Batman. Yeah. No, Batman is a Batman villain. <laughs> There's no good guy. Hashtag no heroes in Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I see that on the cover of a DC comic, I'm suing. <laughs> Luck. <laughs> yeah, the Batman goons will come kick my ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, go to Arkham and disappear. So we get to the crux of the movie. His dad is retiring. And he's going to give the company to this little weasel jerk instead of Billy. Eric. Eric Gordon. And I'm on his side. If you got to give kind the of. company to somebody, it can't be Billy because Billy. Yeah, I am totally on his side that Billy he should not, not pass this down to Billy. Billy is not okay to run this company. And You know what? This is another reason that makes me think his dad, definitely a bad guy, because he's going to give it to Eric. Oh, and he knows that Eric is a shitty dude. Oh, yeah. But he doesn't give a shit. Carl's the obvious choice from the beginning. He's the cool dude that takes Billy's side. Even though mm-hmm. Billy isn't the hero of this movie. He's just the protagonist. Um, yeah. He's supposed to be the hero. but I love this line his dad has. Where he's like, oh, Billy, you should go off to bed. You have a big day tomorrow. Full of daiquiris and Nintendos and jerk-off magazines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you can see in Billy's eyes, he's just like, that sounds kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to float in the pool all day. He's you cool. got it, Dad. He's wore, wearing this torn-up, like, tennis sweater that's just frayed at all the edges. It's disgusting. Yeah. Um, and at this point, he's like, no, I'm going to be a man. I'm 27... I'm going back to first grade. And I'm why does he decide to go back to first grade, Austin? All of them. All of the grades. But, but why? Because, because he finds out that his, his dad, dad has been paying for him, his has been buying family. off his his education since the first grade. Yeah. He never gave his chance a son to succeed. You wonder why your son has no direction in life? Because you undercut him immediately what and do you think that paid would be him like off. To be on the honor roll and just think you were smart. Like, of course you didn't know any of the answers, but you're like, wow, how dumb do the other kids have to be? Right. He thought. I'm he not saying that Billy Madison isn't a isn't an idiot. He is. But his dad doing that. Yeah. It's it's terrible. It's dark. <laughs> um. Knowing he had no confidence that his son was going to be able to do anything from the time that he was in first grade. And then expecting him to run the company, because he's disappointed in him. Huh. What did you expect was going to happen? He's ruthless. <laughs> he's, he's just like, well, you know, I, I, gave you every, I gave you every advantage. I even paid for you to have the best grade so you could get to the best college. One of the things he said. I can't I believe I didn't think that would backfire in some wanted. way. Yeah. I don't think he said I did everything you ever needed. He just says I bought you everything you ever wanted. Uh-huh. Why didn't you succeed? <laughs> um, he he hears this non-diagenic music going up to the stairs, and at this point, I realize something about the character. He's not tied to the logic of the movie or the world. He's like, he's kind of an outside force, a Loki, a trickster spirit of sorts. Yeah, just kind of, kind of like in 
uh, going overboard. That one was way more indie, so like those moments felt almost like handy cam kind of into. I know, but they were still they in broke both the movies wall for the same the same way. Yeah, this one takes it even further with like just surreal moments that break the reality of the movie and like chasing a giant penguin i'm down uh he goes to the first grade josh what tell us about school josh are you with the movie at this point uh yes i really like this premise a lot actually i like the premise of do all the school in a short amount of time that's really fun it's a shame (laughs) movie fucks it up as we as we go on but you know grades one through three pretty fun he makes some friends who you know have his back later he meets these you know court teachers one of which likes him for some reason still not sure why uh i guess because he's rich like him a little bit because the first grade teacher comes up later in the the last the part of the movie, for some reason, is Miss Lippy. She mm-hmm. is a very artsy teacher. She has like the red sh- smock on, and she reads them the puppy who lost his way. Yeah, it puts most of the kids to sleep, and he, but he thinks it's bullshit. And we get the one fuck dropped in this movie. <laughs> Go get that fucking dog. They're all sleeping. Yeah, yeah. They all had plugs in their ears. They couldn't hear. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It is a lot of fun. Grades one through three are really bright and colorful, and it's all full of action. It's uh, it, it's it's fun. It's just really fun. Um, he, before he says, oh, what? There's I have a the couple line. of scenes that Wait, happen in the, the first grade. The puppy, real quick. It's he uh-huh. sat on the porch like a goon. Find that fucking dog. Yeah. <laughs> Who gives up on their dog after looking for one hour? <laughs> you don't give up on hunting in an hour if you love it. Get up and go find it. Yeah. Yeah, he's learning. They established the running joke of like the dad throwing him a party every time he finishes yes, the grade. That was pretty great. Amazing party. That was, that was hilarious. Funny. I was like, even watching it now, I was like, there's no way he gets one after each grade. But yeah, <laughs> of he, oh, does. he absolutely does. We get we get a scene that's really fun. Yeah, there's a couple of scenes in this. There's one where he, uh, at first he seems kind of nervous, and then, like, eventually he's just like, oh, wait, these are a bunch of little kids. Right. He's like, I can just make fart noises and they'll laugh, just like the, my two buddies. <laughs> Less work than your two buddies. Because uh... <laughs> they're drunk, maybe, a little more. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, is this a shared Always Sunny universe with the no Doyle rules in every oh, single fucking grade? Yeah. <laughs> I like the video game discussion at the lunch table where one kid's like, Mortal Kombat for the Sega Genesis is the best game ever made. And he's, he comes in and he's just like, well, actually, I believe Donkey Kong for the Super Nintendo is the best game, system, or game ever made. And then they yeah. it, it degrades into like, I thought it was going to be a food fight, but just a shouting he, match. He definitely, he definitely has some anger problems. Mm-hmm. He's eating a lot of paste. I, that that yeah. throw up. And Miss Libby's, like, using it as face paint. Miss Libby has to take her own time during dodgeball, which I thought mm-hmm. was fun. It's important to set a boundaries. Dance. She's, yeah, like, she's, like, smoking a 
Jay and doing a little interpreter. Of course dance. she is. <laughs> and she's like, this is my time. Get the fuck out, Billy. <laughs> she needs that. Um, yeah. I don't think she realized that he was an adult. She was so high. <laughs> okay, then it's not just weed. She's like full on dosing before class each day. It gets so dark at this first party, though, because somebody knocks this clown over on stilts and he like cracks yeah. his head open and he's spitting up blood. There's this a matters later. Isn't it so funny There's a that he died? Such dark moments. <laughs> he didn't die, though. He was... I know, I know he didn't die. But they make you think that he they died. They make you think he So he's in second grade. Second grade goes really fast. It's an older woman who's a teacher, and there's a spelling bee. And it's a good scene, <laughs> even though it's fast. Wait, you were talking about the songs from this movie, like his little stupid ditties that he sings? Yeah. We skipped the one that was in my head all the oh. time, that I sang... All the time. I wanted to talk about this one, too. This is one I still remember word for word. Oh, I know it all word for word. Back yeah. to school. I mean, it's like two lines, school. so it's not yeah, that many. It's but, not. Yeah. Um, all the time. I sang it all the time going back to school. And like you know every, what? Into every summer. That First scene. day back to school. Definitely made me laugh this time because it's the first time. It was a time, good gag. It's the first time I ever realized, oh, why the fuck would the bus stop for him? Exactly, a it's a good, man. it's a good gag. He's waiting for the bus, and I <laughs> thought maybe they set it up for the school, and it was just like, ha ha, didn't pick him up. I'm like, no, it's a school bus. There's just no way it would stop. He's he's a grown man. <laughs> so he has to get his dad to drive him. Oh, just, he that's doesn't the have other a license. Thing. That's the other thing. Bullshit. His dad drives. Wait, he does have a license. Because when we get to high school, he drives school, to high school. It's yeah. like Fast Times at Ridgemont High. He drives the Firebird up. So no, Austin. No, he does not have a license. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> I, sorry. In kindergarten, I like that his dad. It would be a chauffeur. You're 100. percent Also, right. bullshit. His dad drove him to school. No fucking way. A his billionaire drives his own car anywhere in a hundred <laughs> years. Um third grade oh the spelling bee the spelling bee is pretty fun he gets he gets couch he wins on that that's a tough word as someone who doesn't spell very well um, that he just openly mocks this little girl that made oh, me laugh yeah uh, yeah that's a lot of the comedy is his interaction with the kids yeah there's the dodgeball scene where he's like oh you're all in big trouble now after he catches it uh-huh and um, gets I'll, I'll have you know, I identified with that scene as someone who works with kids. You like to play dodgeball, huh? Show them who's They boss. do like to play dodgeball. Oh, dodgeball's awesome. When I was in school, <laughs> I loved dodgeball. Yeah. It, they love playing dodgeball. It's a good way to let them get out aggression without actually hitting each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you're just whipping, like, kickballs. Mm-hmm. We got these little soft ones. I don't throw them like he was, but... Are you playing inside or outside? Inside. We don't... Yeah, we, okay, we can't okay. let them outside the center. I didn't know if there we was... We can't let them escape! <laughs> I didn't know if there was a yard <laughs> with, like, guard towers and shit. Trank guns trained on them. Uh, yeah, there's some really good scenes. Third grade shit gets hard. 
he has to he has to get into like social studies and geometry and this is where the hot teacher is that like has been continually giving him shit and like call, I say that that's what the movie's portraying. I like She's how he gets him out to for his bullshit. I like how he gets to third grade and that's whenever he's like, this is gonna start getting tough. Yeah, that was that was pretty <laughs> funny. <laughs> um. They all laugh about something, and then she's like, turn to page 69, and he laughs about yeah. it. Yeah. And none of the kids get it. But this... Yeah, that, I thought that was a really good gag, too, because they laughed about something stupid, like something st- along the same vein, but more innocent. Yeah. And then, the ex- yeah, it was And this whole funny. scene just keeps going really well, because he has to go up and write in cursive, and he doesn't know how to draw cursive Zs, and that still makes me crack up how he writes them, where just the swoop up and then squiggle down. <laughs> you mean whenever Veronica Vaughn uh, fully humiliates him? And he gets, like, flustered and has to <laughs> run out of class embarrassed because of a group of third graders He's laughing. just sitting up there like, ha-ha, got him! <laughs> <laughs> that would yes, be that's right. Satisfying. Point and laugh, children. Yeah. <laughs> this billionaire child can't write in cursive. <laughs> Blame her because he's been gross to her this whole movie. Yeah. But she has a great line: um, "No milk will ever be our milk." Yeah. <laughs> he goes home, and he, he's like he's like faking illness, but he's he decides to go back to school because the maid is like, well, you can have, help me shave my armpits if you stay home from school today. The teacher is sick, Miss Vaughn, and it's it's Valentine's Day. This is when we get introduced to Principal Anderson. Who, for the most part, except for one glaring... One really weird, like... Flaw? Out of nowhere. Character flaw? character it's not really a character flaw it's just a bad like, joke it in of itself is not a character flaw the fact that it's just played for a joke is it's bad. just a bad joke yeah it's just bad i joke. like him i like this character i like a lot of the characters in this aside from this glaring issue uh it's valentine's day which is just uh, it's another gag it's that's so, all it is it's, so it's like oh we need another gag like we only have uh three jokes written in this scene we need at least four so uh you want to rape you want to have sex with him it's really that's the joke cringy. that's my go-to joke not if even i that. need to come up with a joke it's that they want to have sex with me not even that. That's not the worst part of the scene for me. The worst part is all these like little girls giving fucking Adam Sandler yeah. googly no, eyes. That is the worst part for sure. Kid in the class or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he wrote the fucking movie. And he's like all basking in it, like. He's ugh. like, yeah, big man on campus. What the thing. fuck? Do you think Adam Sandler? No, Josh. Do you think Adam Sandler ever watches his old movies? No, Josh. If he did, do you think he would be embarrassed by this scene? Yes! <laughs> he wants it cut from the streaming programs. I'm curious, Josh, which part of the Valentine's scene did you find disturbing? Was the part Josh mentioned or the part I mentioned? Both. I mean, yeah, the whole scene was kind of awkward, right? Like <laughs> so bad. You, you know, this movie's a time. It's right, clearly. Back then, it was, you know, in a, quote, innocent. It was just played joke and... and you know, people probably found it funny. Yeah, I guess. But nothing innocent about those jokes. 
Well, sure, sure. I just mean like it was likely more well accepted then than it was now, right? So yeah. weird. Like I saw this scene, I'm like, why the fuck? Because he wrote this movie. He wrote and stars in this movie. So he decided, I want to have a scene where I get adored by all of these beautiful little girls. <laughs> Please think. And the principal is a creep. Yeah. We got to make him a creep so that there's less of a focus on me being a creep. Yeah, we gotta we gotta up the creep factor. So I'm right there in the middle. <laughs> we get. I want to be creepy of, to where it's endearing. The third grade somehow is the longest of the grades <laughs> in the movie. We go to kind of an antique village, like a pioneer town bullshit. Um, this is where we're introduced to uh, the late great. This is Chris Farley as the bus driver. Did I lose you, Justin? You guys hear me? Now I can hear you. Okay. Yeah. Chris Farley is the bus yeah, driver here. Chris Farley is the um, bus driver. And it's just fantastic. He should have been in more of the movie. He should have been in more movies so we could watch more yeah. of him. Uh, we get some classic scenes while they're at this pioneer town, such as the one you'll see in the trailer, peeing yo pants is the coolest. So... I've watched this time. Like we talked about how much me and you have watched this movie. Yeah. This is the first time that I noticed that as they were getting back into the bus, every single one of those kids had pissed their pants. That oh I okay I noticed that before, but it might be a thing where you're watching it on in like high def or on a bigger yeah. TV. Yeah, I was like, this is the first movies. time I ever noticed every that they all kid. had pee. Yeah. Every single kid had pee stains <laughs> getting back on that bus. That's a good gag. And it's because one of the kids pees his pants and he's embarrassed about it. And instead of being like, hey, come over here and I'll pretend to splash you and then you can splash me and that can be our go-to, he takes it in a weird direction and he's like, hey, look, I peed my pants too and everybody my age pees our pants. And yeah, peeing your pants is the coolest. for greatness, huh? Uh-huh. Just wait till the next time these kids pee their pants. And they sure it's going to be wildly the, accepted. The 27-year-old yeah! yeah. class told them it was the coolest, and they all did Yay! it Yeah! <laughs> this interaction he has with Chris Farley is spectacular, where he's like, I know from Chris experience. Farley and, is uh, so good at doing funny rage. Adam Sandler's like, no, you don't. Well... I got a buddy who knows from experience, if you know what I mean. No. No, you don't. Well, you can imagine what it'd be like if they did, eh? <laughs> yeah. Here's a here's a something that came up in my mind that I never really thought about before watching it this way. Uh, there's a scene where all of the kids' lunches get stolen. Yes. And they're like, who would steal 30 sack lunches? And it cuts to Chris Farley and Adam Sandler's two drunk friends. How did they get there? I think they were stowaways. Yeah, I'm like, have they just been, like, following, like, they just decided to start following him to school? They might be on all of these different <laughs> adventures with him in cut scenes. There's, like, a director's cut called the Buddy Version. Oh, can we get a Rosencrantz and Guildenstein of Frank and Jack from Billy Madison? 
Yeah. So he graduates. No, we can't. We the can't. third grade. We can't. No, sadly. Um, for many reasons at this point. Yeah. Because uh, I don't want one. <laughs> but he gets a party for the third grade. It's another spectacular party. The blow up T Rex from the Bat Cave is at this one. He moved into like a Harry Potter sized tent in his yard so he could study better. Like his wing of the house was too distracting, I guess. Right. He had to move out of. Come on. How many wings do you think this house has? <sighs> he probably gets lost in there, and that's why he had to move into right? a mansion sized tent. With full of, like, kegs and just a lot of antiques, it kind of looks like. It's weird. At this point, the the whole subplot, the romantic subplot that makes no sense has come into play. She's charmed by him for some oh, reason. reason. Well, he's a no, billionaire. No. Yeah, that's the reason. That's the only thing I could think of. Because it's like, she hates him, she hates him. He pretends to accidentally touch her boob and just molest her. Suddenly, this guy's kind of cute. I hate that move. It's so prevalent in the 90s, too. It's like, I, he, he I don't get smell. it. I don't get it. <laughs> I get it because he wrote it, but Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> that had to be a weird table read. Like, hey, could we punch this up a bit? You're You're saying he stumbles forward almost touches my boobs and then i like him no he does touch her boobs and then i like him and the, can you yeah, explain run, this run forward with it that's he's what like what do you not get <laughs> it's almost like they cut a scene where you know they blat- explain why she likes They're like nah that's not fun you just get rid of it the like, finger uh, things mean the money like she saw his house she went to that this, first uh, party she went to that first party, saw his house, and was like, oh, okay. They're at Pioneer Village, and a horse almost eats a kid, and he saves its life. There's a cut scene, and he just, like, punches this horse, and it falls but over, and she's like, it's, wow. It's entirely, the movie reason is entirely because he pretended to piss his pants. That's the reason she starts liking him. <laughs> That's the whole reason. Like, because she was nice, because he covered for the kid. Get out there. Start pissing your pants, boys. <laughs> yeah. That's how you get the Veronica Vons out there. This scene is really reminiscent of Caddyshack, where she wants to fuck in his house, and he's rambling on about nonsense. Where Yeah, where he's talking about like a 2x4 and a, a nine iron, some ice cubes. Yeah, yeah. It, he's saying very, random nonsense to sound like he's like... Very Chevy Chase from Caddyshack. Like, yeah, yeah. When she comes sure. back and he does that disgusting thing where he pours this two stale seltzer water bottles into a cup for her. They're like in the rotting pizza box. I hate it. He's like, oh, I didn't know you were coming in here. Uh, let me hide my jerk-off corner. <laughs> it, what was, it was like a porta potty Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that... It, oh my god, that entire tent... Smells like, an, smells like an open porta potty. Cause imagine that you 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 have a porta potty, but then you build a tent around it. Uh huh. The entire tent's gonna smell like a porta potty. Yep. And she went in there. And not only did he have a bunch of porno mags hanging up on the lawn there, he had it rigged to make a moaning sounds. Yeah, he's got speaker systems. <laughs> uh, fourth grade. Shit gets serious. The walls of the classroom get gray. There's like no more fun colors or desks. We're talking about 
census bureau and shit and it cuts we skip fifth grade we skip sixth grade because it's just that prank he pulls where he makes the school nurse think he has think he has lice yeah it's just a couple bits seven then he gets to high well no no seventh grade he's studying in his tent and he makes out with a photo which was which was kind of always an awkward scene when this was on in the house because he's making out with a photo pretending to fondle a boob that's not there Mm -hmm. (laughs) so real what are you watching kind of cuts immediately to the lunchroom and he's hanging out with these little kids that he met he's made friends in the lower grades and they're like you're not gonna hang out with us anymore when you get to high school you're gonna be too cool and i'm like yeah he probably isn't gonna hang out with you he shouldn't he shouldn't hang out with you (laughs) this is before we knew about all the michael jackson troubles of a millionaire having a mansion that he would invite kids over to yeah all these lavish parties he'd have with where yeah, all these kids yeah. are running around with his adult friends. Yeah. Yeah, this is his dad is friends with Jeffrey Epstein. Um oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do I do really are. like the scene where like one of the party scenes where his friend uh the guy Mark is just sitting there laughing, spraying this kid in the face with a hose. And I'm like, and the why kids, the kid get up and run away? And the, kid's like, weakly, the kid's like, weakly, so I'm like, stop it! I don't know you! Who even are you? <laughs> and he's just like, eh, eh, eh. And Sandler comes up, he's like, you okay, dude? Oh, yeah, why? <laughs> um, They're eating Sloppy Joes. They're extra sloppy. Yeah, this is a famous line. I think this is in the trailer. Josh, are you familiar with the Sloppy Joe song? Oh, yeah. Did you realize any, like, pop culture references that are like, oh, that's what this came from? Uh, one line during the, the triathlon thing. I know which one. Quiz. I yeah. know which okay, one. Okay, that line that. was the line I recognized. That was the only one. This, he turned into a whole musical number when he was on SNL. Like, the Lunch Lady Blues, I think. Well, that's called. what he used to do, right? He was and... like a almost like a musical musician for a little while. It kind of surprised me because Chris Farley used to play the lunch lady in that one when he, when he performed it on stage. He did. Yeah. I highly recommend it. Listeners, Josh, if you haven't seen it, it's on YouTube, just lunch lady blues, Adam Sandler. It's real quick watch. It's a lot of fun. Uh, better, better than this movie because it's just a quick, fun, funny song. Um, I mean, if you want to like, actually maybe enjoy adam sandler just watch him on snl yeah yeah the (laughs) halloween costume bits are a classic like he'll just pull out a shovel and be like look i'm shovel man (laughs) it's very deadpan it's he gets funny with it it it's not over the top but the the uh the evil guy the one trying to take out sandler his boss's uh, partner or the one he's gonna make is his dad's the one he's, his dad is gonna make boss whatever he sets up the principal at the elementary school because he knows his past he was a wrestler who killed it sounds like several people in the ring he only killed one person in the ring 
well, something happened, and then he killed somebody. There were, like, multiple disasters. Yes, he threw, he said he, like, threw someone out of a crowd and injured some people, like, threw a wrestler out of the ring and injured some people in the crowd once. Yeah. And then he suffocated a dude by sitting on his face. He was supposed to pinch my leg if he couldn't <laughs> breathe. He's the revolting blob. I like it. I like the green and purple color scheme. <laughs> yeah, I would watch him. I would, too. Um... We're immediately at high school before he gets... A guy doing a heel character? Great. Oh, yeah. And With his, school's... like... He's got, like, the... I do love the scene when he gets confronted by the villain. His over-the-top, like... But me! You caught me! Oh, he's like... Great facial expressions. Yeah, yeah. He's so shocked to see this magazine cover. That just so de- so dejected to, like... It's amazing. He's a great... He's great in this, whoever this actor is. Josh um, Mostel. Josh Mostel. Uh, so high school is amazing, this chemistry lab. I'm so jealous. If, if we had had chemistry labs and a teacher who was excited about this shit, I would have learned so much more. Right. This was a full science lab that these kids had. This is whenever I started getting really worried. Because I was like, if he did that, if he had that scene, that Valentine's Day scene with a bunch of fifth graders, what's he going to do to the high schoolers? Oh, nothing because they ran out of screen. (laughs) Kicked out of high school. (laughs) Yeah. Um,. He's like, oh, we can't do this anymore. You're gone. Bye. Friend, yeah, how much runtime is left? Oh, shit. One of the high schoolers later on. Huh? His friend has a creepy moment with one of the high school yeah, girls in this scene later on. It it's the one he's uh, trying great. to joke with and talk to, and she's like, leave me the fuck alone. I'm not a child. You're a man. I'm trying to learn chemistry. Yeah, he's, he's like, don't talk to me. And she's like, he's like, why? Because you're a loser. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Oh my god, one of my favorite lines is they're sitting there at his mansion watching the news and something comes on and it's like a billionaire pays his way through or son's way through elementary school and Norm looks at him and he's like I don't know, maybe they're talking about somebody else. It could be someone else, yeah. Um... He goes back to drinking. He gets shit faced. He's a billionaire and he still drinks Bud Light. Yeah. They made this still movie. Still accounting for taste. Ugh. Um, oh, you know who else made this movie? Trisket Crackers. Trisket definitely made this movie. They, they, that opening scene, you already talked about it a little bit, but it did make me write down. It's like, I think they wanted to see how many times they could say Trisket Crackers in a minute without it being really weird. It seemed very. Seinfeld or curb your enthusiasm. Just like yeah. see how many times we can say Trisket in one scene. <laughs> uh he kinda gives up. He goes back to drinking, partying, being a slob, and his dad has this deal. He's like gonna sell the company and I think he should take it because he can kind of just lounge in peace for the rest of his life with the money they'll get from it. It's always going to be what the deal was. It wasn't like his dad was like, you're not know, getting anything, son. I know. He's still getting the inheritance. It was never that. It was always just like, but you can't give it to mean guy. Yeah. I think I might. <laughs> You'll be fine. But um, the kids go and they convince the principal to tell the truth. And he gets on the news again. Like, this must be a fucking slow news cycle for this right. city. 
Or he is like Batman and he just controls the media as well. <laughs> Principal. Um what's what's her name? Third grade teacher Vicky? Veronica Vaughn. Var over Vicky Veronica Vaughn. Yeah, she comes that over Veronica Vaughn. And she's like, You can't give up. You've done so much work. You did all of elementary school in eight weeks. It's so impressive. You have to continue it's the shit out of them. I think she gives him a concussion too because we get a musical number out of <laughs> nowhere. <laughs> Josh, what do you think of this one? The do you have any more gum? <laughs> I don't remember like any of the musical numbers in this movie. You remember that one of the uh lines that uh Bridget Wilson who played Veronica Vaughn's got to say was don't I have a nice rack? Great writing, Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah, oh the one in the pool. And, yeah, yeah. She's in some sort of, like, it looks like an Oktoberfest outfit for some reason. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's like an operetta type of thing. Sure. Uh, he convinces his dad to let him compete in a academic decathlon 10 events. And shit gets weird. It's it goes Eric. off the rails. I love it at this point. Um, and even his dad was like... <laughs> Hold on, Billy. Whenever <laughs> he challenged him. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Eric went to Harvard. Man. <laughs> Slow down. But yeah, they, they double down and just go, let's do the school in like an hour. Like, <laughs> what if I do it in an hour? Oh, <laughs> wait, we, we forgot what we were doing. Uh... Yeah. All the school in quick. <laughs> uh, you know what? I could probably tell you some historic dates, though. Those That helped me learn that scene. Yeah. Uh. It's a really funny cut when it goes from Veronica to Chris Farley. Yeah, it is. That's really good. So the, uh, the other thing that makes me really laugh is uh, there was a transition cut of um, something really, really bad happened, and then it cuts to the crowd cheering because <laughs> they're starting the decathlon. Yeah. Forgot what actually what happened right before that. Oh. Uh, Think about that, but one thing that happens before the decathlon, because that's how we're gonna we're gonna end this and wrap it out. It's the end of the movie. Is Veronica is like, hey, you know how those mean kids in high school are picking on you for being an actual loser? Oh, yeah. Maybe you shouldn't be such a loser. Like maybe you shouldn't be such a loser, and you should call the people you picked on in high school because you were probably terrible to so many people. <laughs> yeah. And let him. He's like, oh my god, you're right. I was terrible. And he calls Steve Buscemi's character. And he's like, hey man, I'm sorry. If you ever want to get together for coffee, I'd love to. And Steve Buscemi, he hangs up and he's just like, huh. And turns around and has a kill list on his wall. And this was was so pre-Columbine. Yeah, <laughs> having it was. a movie and, with the kill list and and schools in it. <laughs> yeah, overall, I think that this is a pretty good gag. Yes, but I don't like that he like starts putting on the lipstick afterwards. I think it's like, yeah, yeah. It's 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 built into it's, like mm-hmm. the Silence of the Lambs and series. Yeah, for sure. I get those. that they're referencing like Silence of the Lambs, but that just speaks to the whole like problematic. You know, yeah, yeah. it's a it's it is problematic. Say yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, great character. But otherwise. in 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 essence, I do think that it's a good gag. And I love how like he's like, oh yeah, hey, I remember you. 
Oh, it'd be nice to catch up. Well, thanks for apologizing. And then crosses his name off the two-kill list. <laughs> so good. Uh, it goes back to cleaning his guns. Um, in high school, he gets pudding poured on his head, and it's another of the O'Doyle brothers. And he's mm-hmm. like, I f- have a feeling, O'Doyle, something's gonna ha- bad is going to happen to your whole family. And you're going down. Your whole family's going down. And I love this. It shows them all in a car together driving on the road. And they're just like, and dad's oh, like, oh, the dad's oh. like, hey, kids, you, you could see it in his eyes. This guy, one line fucking killed it because you could see the shine in his eyes before he asked the kids who rules. Or do I rule? Or do I rule? Was that why the guys drive off the cliff and die? Was yeah, that the yeah. context for that scene? Yeah, what happens was. is they hit I a completely banana peel. That. They hit a banana peel and the car slides Yeah, because they show that banana peel a lot. And flies right. off a cliff and blows up, killing them all. I, I missed that connection. I was just like, what the fuck is the point <laughs> scene? Like, I thought the payoff for the banana peel was like to show the passage of time. I was like, oh, that's clever. And then, no, it's also some people just die from it. Yeah, here's his whole family dead. Isn't that Okay, funny? that makes more sense. Yeah, it's the O'Doyles. They've been terrorizing him his entire career, elementary his entire two His entire school career of yeah. three months. Or two weeks, <laughs> or whatever the fuck this was. Uh, we get to the decathlon, and it's amazing. Their first one is like a pie baking contest. And Adam Sandler's just fine. He can bake a pie. Wasn't guy... the first one the, like the the math equation where he just writes he drinks his own pee? Yeah, and then it cuts to the other guy's pie in the oven and it's on fire and he pulls it out and then he's on fire and Adam yeah. Sandler's just cracking up. And Adam Sandler wins because he's dead. Ground. He's straight up dead. <laughs> it gets so I think this was the one joke I actually laughed at. <laughs> the whole body fire. It's so dark and it's so funny. Um, uh, then we have we have some more. Th- oh, he convinces them he like synthesizes a shoe and a yeah, stupid chemicals. Real stupid. Real dumb. Even uh, by this own movie's logic, fucking stupid. Just say, just with that joke, that joke to me says, well, your dad paid off this whole thing. Yeah. Already. Like, oh, look at the genius. He made his own shoe. Like, clap, everyone. Look at his dad. He's like, give me more money. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> he kind of cheats his way through a few of them, it seems like. And then they get to the best one. It's like a game show. Oh, wait, there's one I loved. What's that? This is my favorite. Uh, where they're playing music. Yes. And uh, yeah. Eric plays like a, like really Kills well, it. plays the violin, is like, and then Adam Sandler just goes, he's really good. I thought that was funny. Adam Sandler goes on an entire rant about how the lost little puppy is an allegory for the Industrial Revolution. Okay, sorry. We need to talk about this board. Oh, the light-up game show board. I love it. The light-up game show board that has the the, the, categories. the categories, like um, my whore wife, <laughs> and I married common street trash. Those are th- sprinkled in there because <laughs> to show that the principal is having marital problems. I probably wouldn't choose any of those. They seem like traps, uh, and you're not going to win if you pick or, them. Or uh, 
What was the one that Billy really wanted? Uh, oh, the... lighting excrement on fire and people's reactions. Yeah, that was that was pretty funny when I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> and the human reaction or something like that. But the lost little puppy does not get. It gets applause from the audience. It doesn't get any any points though. The principal in a really fun deadpan way. Josh, do you have this written down? What he says or whatever. This is. Like, I don't have a whole line. It's a long line, line but I. I do recognize this. Yeah, it's a really response. long line where he's like, "That was like, that was the worst response ever." You, sh- you're nowhere in that insane, that. nowhere in that insane dribble rant did you come anywhere close to something that would resemble that would resemble a coherent thought. And everyone was one of the things that he said by listening to it. <laughs> I feel like that that's like them talking to us for watching the movie. Yes, it was very everybody in. Everybody in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. He just looks at the camera and it cuts to black and it's credits and we get no resolution. Sandler loves doing shit like that. <laughs> just like he loves putting like Colonel Sanders in his movies. This was better. And he's this like, was... and then makes and then makes a joke out of Colonel Sanders being in a movie. Better. But you're this the one who different. put him there. No, no. He put a good actor who can deliver a deadpan response and it's sure. well written and it's a self-critique it's no i i argue it is different sir it's it's different than putting a funny thing and going look at that funny thing <laughs> but it yeah has, it's a little bit more thought out than I'll, I'll give you this maybe maybe it devolves into that maybe this was the genesis like somebody had a good idea and then he saw it and was like yeah people like that what if i go about to do it this way <laughs> we'll see the degeneracy slip into it as we get to the later movies and that's in one i like the one you the colonel sanders that's in a movie of his i, uh-huh. I like yeah and it just goes downhill from there um <laughs> these these are considered the golden years uh yeah this is before he starts phoning it in. He's not going to lose, though, because he picks uh, ethics in business, and Kurt has no answer. He pulls a gun on him, which is a great I... response. He turns into a fucking <laughs> was, cartoon character. It was, it was so funny. Thought of He's ethics. like, oh, I gotta answer a question about ethics? How about this gun? Amazing escalation, <laughs> and then it escalates again when his, you know, her friend from high school shows up and literally attempts to assassinate him on stage. Why was he there? To I was think, someone else there on the yeah, list? Billy Madison says, "Like I'm glad I called that guy." You know, I know, but he specifically there, so. he specifically crossed Billy Madison off of his to kill list. Yes, you know. So someone else in that audience, possibly the person he shot was also on that kill list. Justin, you have a kill list. The person that you just crossed off is on the news now because he's going to compete in a high school decathlon against a business associate. Right. And they just said that he cheated. Now they said he's not cheating. He's been in the news cycle. You go and you watch that. That's why he's there. But you bring your gun too? He always brings his gun everywhere he goes. He's a free citizen. (laughs) Oh, okay. <laughs> and he was defending Billy Madison. Yeah, Steve Buscemi's character in this is definitely a libertarian. <laughs> he shot him in the ass. He with that that rifle he could he could have killed him, but he shot him Kurt in the ass. He saved Billy Madison's life after after the wrestling principal comes in and tries to save him. Yeah, this guy's Eric's so bad. He's got to get taken down twice. Eric 
has had a fun, a couple of funny scenes in this where he's brooding in this dark office because Billy Madison is like, oh, he made it to second grade. Well, I find to destroy Billy Madison. <laughs> he has the weasel laugh. He's been uh, plotting with all the different characters in this. Like, I want to bring him down. And yeah, they all know he's a shithead. So in the end, they all turn on him. He... Meanwhile, the guy Carl, who's gonna, he's like, I'm selling the company! <laughs> Good, go for it, who cares? <laughs> it's like, I'm taking all the profits, all of you are out of jobs! I'm glad that they got me, Carl, to run the company. Billy is at the final party, yeah, and he doesn't run the company, big surprise. He, he wants to go to college, he wants to better himself, blah blah blah. He can afford anywhere in the world, so... <laughs> Who really cares? Yeah, I'm going to be a teacher. I've made it all on my own, right, Dad? Yay for me <laughs> is something he says in the end of this movie, in front of an auditorium full of people. Yeah, yay for me. <laughs> and then he tells people to back off if they think that it's silly or something. Uh-huh. Another one of those screaming moments. Yeah. Where he just yells for no reason. Then we get some close-up of him kissing Vicky. Oh, not yet. We First, get... we get a reminder that Principal Max Anderson is horny. Yes, literally. And he grabs him. Won't let go. This Won't let go of Billy like Madison. This the end of Black Sheep with Chris Farley. Like that, that movie ended in a terrible way. And then Veronica Vaughn, in her last line of this movie, says, You think he's horny? And then <laughs> makes out with Billy Madison. Hard. Four inches <laughs> from the camera. <laughs> Uh, poor Bridget Wilson. I mean, not poor. She's doing fine, but goddamn. Justin, this being your not first time seeing it, what uh, what do you think? Coming back to it like this, we're gonna go. It's your movie. We're gonna go with you first. Would you recommend it after all of these years? Still made me laugh enough where I think I would recommend it. Yeah. It's it's funny and innocuous at points. There's so much of it though that I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. Why is this in here? <laughs> it's a timepiece for sure. It took me and back. I remember to the 90s. it's just because Adam Sandler's one of those guys. He's like a guy who's just gonna he's gonna say every joke that he possibly can for any given scenario, regardless of anything. Like. If it's a dumb joke, he's going to say it. Yeah. It's not... It's uh, it's not as good as Airheads, I don't think, because it wasn't as reined in. It wasn't as, like, realistic. But It the wasn't all that, centered on him being so fucking amazing, super special guy. And a billionaire. So I'm, I'm still going to recommend it. Yeah, it was funny. It, the premise is really good. Like, it's mm-hmm. fun to take uh, just a... a a dumb jackass billionaire and be like, you have to learn stuff. That's, that's always going to be fun. They're going to learn a lesson. Fish out of water. He's back in school. Um, Josh, what do you think? First time seeing it. Uh, not going to recommend it. <laughs> Big <laughs> surprise. It's the premise is re- solid. And then they just tear it to shreds. That's right. His motivation is fuck a girl, not you know, would take over his dad's company. They throw out real quick. There's a lot of creepy, weird scenes. You know, the care of Bill Madison is all over the place. Like, he goes from, like, 
really dumb to like perfectly normal and coherent like constantly because in some scenes he's really drunk i guess yeah like that's right well, no, no, I, I watched... like they play up the character it's like being dumb right like he has to, has to go to school all again and you know yeah, he struggles sure. through it's but also sometimes he's an adult and acts like an adult that's for what I no would... reason and it seems like, like whenever he can come he was... back and forth and snap to it in any moment yeah. Mm-hmm. Whenever I was watching this movie this time, I saw um, there's a scene where you were talking about where he throws the pickles with his friends. I'm like, oh my god, he's not talking like a fucking moron. He's just talking. Yeah, he's just sitting there like talking friends. And I was like, wait, now he's a normal person? What? Like, what is happening? Um, you want to know what it is, Josh? He's not drunk. Okay. They, his friends even say, how come you're not... He, he, but, he says, Josh, continue with his analysis. Yeah, I mean, there's not too sorry. There's a couple of good jokes. You know, the premise is all, but like overall, it's not funny, and I, I don't think it's funny. And you know, there's just a lot of weird decisions that they do, and they don't they don't go through the school stuff. They just abandon that halfway through too. It's like, oh, we're at high school. Uh, movies for now. You know, we're not going to show any of that. We're going to show one science class and then just do decal on because we have like 10 minutes left to, of the movie. So that was a shame, right? I would have liked to see them go through some high school kids and see him actually struggle with school a little bit. No, no, it's a dumb comedy movie, so whatever. Fuck it, it's over now. Um, so yeah, you know, not as bad as some we've seen, but definitely lower than middle of the road for sure. You're right. That's something they could have worked on is having him actually study because uh, he had help. He his friends could have helped him in some way. Like yeah, you know, they, the they had these came scenes. in and was like obviously helping him study, so it, it could have paid off, and it did. I want to see the parties ramp up too. In in high school, graduates the higher grades, the parties get like more and more ridiculous. Oh, it turns into on. can't hardly wait. Another of Josh or Justin's classic '90s party movies. I don't movies. remember anything about that movie other than it was bad. It was a college movie, right? Justin, cool. that was high school, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that's in the same universe? Like that was just a Billy Madison party being thrown? Like there's this weird 27 year old who's in our class and he graduated in two weeks. Maybe. Hey, why can't we graduate in two weeks? Billy Madison could have been Stan Halen. What's that? Billy Madison could have been Stan Halen from Workaholics. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you guys have anybody in your school that graduated super early? Our valedictorian was really young. Uh, one of our best, one of our good friends, uh, well, not one of our best friends, one of our good friends growing up technically could have graduated uh, high school when he was like, what, 13? But then he went back. Okay, so he pulled Billy Ever? Madison, or he went. Am back I remembering like... correctly, Josh? Uh, which friend are we talking? I guess you don't names, Trevor. but I I don't remember. friend. Trevor. Oh, Trevor. Uh, I didn't know that actually. Uh, them that they could have like graduated. He was supposed to graduate high school and go to college whenever he was at, of age to be a freshman in high school. Um, but his mom was like, no, you should just go to regular high school because you're not ready for college. Yeah, I mean, jumping through three grades socially in the college would sound like I don't like think anyone really is ready for college at mm-hmm. 18 or 19, let alone 
13, 14. Yeah, yeah. he definitely wasn't. That would, well, definitely no wasn't. one is, yeah. Uh, but he was, he did technically test out of high school. I had at a that friend, point. Libby, who at 14 graduated high school, too. And I remember her being in some of my, like, freshman classes and then, boom, graduated that year. And I was like, wow, how. How do I get on this accelerated track? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so having somebody come in who's 27 and graduate every two weeks from a grade probably would throw things into like a, a, a bit of a chaos in high school, and that would be fun to explore. And like, Yeah, this is a movie premise that could not have been made any other time past the 90s. Oh, past 97, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There is a movie out there about a Wall Street like finance bro who gets... Uh, he runs afoul of the mafia. So he goes to a small town and lives with his cousin and goes back to high school to go into hiding. And it's really... It's it's creepy. It's pretty creepy. It's the guy from Two and a Half Men that's in it, not Charlie Sheen, the dude from like uh, sixteen. The dude Candles. from Sixteen Candles, yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays it, and he's like a Wall Street bro with a beard in the beginning, and then he goes back to high school and hides there, and he's like twenty-seven, just like just like this movie, but he's hiding from the mafia there, and he can like get away with being a high. His name, John Cryer. John Cryer, yeah. All right, so two recommends, one no recommend. Ugh. This I you guys ready for the next Adam Sandler movie? No, I hope the roll of the dice what? is. Uh, what is it? This is the big one, guys. Like this one, like this one, and the next one are the the bedrock. I know. Of the, what of what the, is the next one? Of the Sandler I Empire. The, I had the next one on VHS as well. This and that one, I can like picture the cover of the vhs clearly in my mind this it's next one is happy gilmore, happy gilmore. oh the, the one with the mini golf scene that's oh, why right. the production company josh is called happy madison because these were yeah. the two like, these, these were his two, two big ones. these were his two knockouts is that still like a company that's yes. doing yeah oh, oh wow. yeah wow they make movies that adam sandler isn't even in wow like Grandma's Boy. <laughs> he played the grandma in that. Is Wedding Singer the next one with a company even called like Wedding Madison no. if Happy oh. didn't do well? Oh, okay, okay, oh. sorry. It's not the next one, but that would have been kind of funny. The next big one, yeah, yeah. If it was the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Billy Wedding. There's one There's one more in between Happy Gilmore and the Wedding Singer. And that's a pretty big one, too. Oh, sorry. I was thinking the Water Boy. No, Water Boy... The Waterboy and the Wedding Singer came out in the same year, 1998, but the Wedding Singer came out first. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess and then Big mind, Daddy. I guess in my mind, the Wedding Singer is a bit more, like, grown up, so it came out after. Oh. Sure. Oh, no. Oh. Big Daddy's a downhill. <laughs> big Daddy's a big drop in quality. <laughs> It is hugely disappointing if I'm remembering right. I hated yeah. that one. Like that was a one-time rage quit watch and never come back. 
<laughs> but no, we have other movies. They're going to be much better than any of Justin's, and hopefully the rules are kind <laughs> to us. Because <laughs> we have Sandler is going to be stuff. Adam Sandler's always going to be back there in the back of your mind going goobody gobbledy. <laughs> Shabadoo. Guess Shabadoo. what's coming up next, Should we just commit hard? <laughs> Austin should just give Justin the entire year, a year of Sandler, <laughs> and then he gets nothing the next year. <laughs> a year of Sandler. Just, just <laughs> yes, plow through it. We come out of the the living room and we both have like beards and we're just wearing robes and it's been the year of Sandler. We did nothing. We else. can't. We both. None of us know how to talk anymore. We just. We've created our own Sandler language <laughs> in isolation. <laughs> if you want to listen to any of the other podcasts and movies we've talked about tonight, you can find us on podcasts.com and the uh, Apple Podcast app under. Have you seen an Amazeballs for our TV anthology, sci-fi, horror, comedy podcast talk? You can listen to Justin and our friend Nick talk more about wrestling. Like wrestling. Featured a little bit in this movie tonight on What About Wrestling? On uh, It's on all those same places, too. You can find us on YouTube yeah. at FapCheck, Facebook at FapCheck, and FapCheck at gmail.com if you want to message us any recommendations. Speaking of wrestling, this past weekend was WrestleMania. Which means? So you know what that means. We're back on the road road to WrestleMania. You know, it was a nice brief stopover, but now we're back on the road. (laughs) Yeah, the road to WrestleMania is about the journey, not the destination. It's a giant road at the (laughs) equator of the planet that takes exactly one year to drive around. (laughs) Yep. And there's a giant truck stop called WrestleMania. Once a year, you get to stop there, and then you're back on the road to WrestleMania. All right. Oh, yeah, brother. Until next time, I'm Austin. I'm Josh. I'm Justin. Have you seen?